We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Peyton Chatney Show. I'm Neil McCready. That's Peyton Chatney, as you might imagine. Uh, this show brought to you by The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or at therogue.com. Make sure that you stop at the, uh, the Rogue. The spring is uh, springing. If you're outside, you can tell. The weather's starting to get really nice during the day. Still a little cool at night, but things getting green and that kind of thing, which means you need to make sure you got your polos and your college collection ready to go for the, uh, the warmer weather that is just right around the corner. Again, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson of therogue.com. All the best items from Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, so many more brands there at The Rogue. Tell Luke and the people there that you heard about them on this show, on the Oxford Exxon podcast, or um, whichever podcast in our network that you listen to. But please mention uh, the Peyton Chatney Show specifically. And speaking of, Peyton, welcome in. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Um, all right. We talked about this a minute ago before we got started. It's... Um, as we tape this on Wednesday night, it's the night before Major League Baseball opening day, which uh, I'm going to guess you have watched some Major League Baseball in your days. I know you're playing college and stuff, but we were talking about baseball cards. And when I was a kid and the, all the stuff that, that happens, how much Major League Baseball did you watch as a kid? What were the, who were some of the players and teams that you sort of admired and looked up to? I, I watched a lot of the Astros growing up just because I was from Houston. Um, I have a joke with Coach Clem because I really, I truly am a Rangers fan, but the Astros are my home team. So I'm really a Rangers and an Astros fan. So I, I've always loved watching them. But some guys that I can remember for sure is, is uh, Craig Biggio, just growing up and watching him play because um, I just remember him being so dirty all the time. Like he, I just felt like he was always gritty, dirty. He would, um, dive whenever needed I don't know it was just I liked the his style of play um and then for a Rangers guy I still to this day he doesn't play for the Rangers anymore but I love Elvis Andrews he's been one of my favorite players um for a long time and kind of along the same thing as as Biggio it's just the way he plays the game like obviously he's a great shortstop um really him and Beltre together just it's so fun to watch and you can tell like they truly love the game. And that's kind of how I, I try to mock my game. Like if anybody was to ask me if I try to, you know, style my game after anybody, I think it would just be Elvis Andrews, not from swinging or, or how he feels or anything like that, but just his energy and the way he plays. He's always smiling. I love it. 
Yeah, he's he's a terrific was a terrific player, still is. Biggio was yeah. Biggio was amazing. I mean, he's he's so much fun to watch. As a Cubs fan at the time, the the Astros were in the Cubs division, and they were just a nightmare for the Cubs, and I hated him. I just <laughs> I wanted him and Bagwell and Derek Bell and all those guys just to go the hell Burt away. And, yeah, yeah, yeah Bertman. Yeah, they were they were really good. And the Cubs, unfortunately, most of the time were not. So um, <laughs> <laughs> it always felt like they were chasing the Astros. So I had a lot of respect for Biggio. Um, all right, so you guys, uh, since the last time we talked, you you had that Tennessee series that did not go your way. You've played against some really good teams. I know you would like another shot at Tennessee down the road, I suspect. But in the in the time, uh, they're off to an incredible start. Obviously, they haven't lost in a long time. They haven't trailed in a long time. You've seen some really good teams. You've played against Vanderbilt and Arkansas and Mississippi State and stuff over the years. Where did that Tennessee rank? Where did that Tennessee team rank that weekend as opposed to maybe some of the good teams you faced? Yeah, I think um, I play. I have. I, we played some good guys. We played some really good individual players as well. But as a whole, I, I truly don't know if I've played a better team that weekend, at least than than Tennessee. Like than seeing Tennessee play, it was it was unbelievable. And, and I mean, we knew they were really good. And and I, I I hate whenever people say that we we underestimated them because I don't think we did. Like I think we just went in there and and thought they were going to be good and. Um, they were they were really great. Uh, credits to them for sure. Their pitchers were phenomenal as well. But. Yeah, I, I thought you guys were going to come back and get that Sunday game and and kind of salvage a little bit out of it. When you didn't get that, you get a sweep. We had talked about that before that happened. How difficult was it to? Because I think one of the last questions I asked you the last time we did this show was, "Hey, it's a big series, yeah, but it's a series, and at the end of it, you got another. Mm-hmm. You have a bunch more series." When that one ends in a sweep, was it hard to flush it and kind of move past it and get ready for Kentucky? Yeah, if 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 I were being completely honest, um, I do think, and Coach Clem, our hitting coach, has tried to say multiple times, and even Coach B, like, do not let Tennessee beat us a, th- a fourth time or a fifth time or whoever we're playing next. Like, don't let your your abs or or how you pitched on the mound that weekend dictate how you're going to do the next couple of games. And, and it is way easier said than done. I think just because I believe at least baseball is, there's a lot of confidence and it's super mental and, and it's hard to just be able to flush it all like that. But if I were to be completely honest, I think it has um, had some sort of effect on us. I don't want to say that, it, you know, we're down in the dumps or anything like that. Um, but it was like just kind of a, a wake up call for us. And um, like I said, they're a good team and, and I know we'll be fine too, though. So you mentioned the mental part of the game, and you're right. Anybody who's ever played knows that it's so easy to say you're not going to take one at-bat to the next at-bat, or you're not going to take your bat out to the field figuratively. You have a a brain, you have a mind, you're thinking, and you hear things, and you think things, and you know things, and stuff like that. And when you get off to a – when you struggle in a series the way that you did against Tennessee, is it hard – to get past it is it hard not to think about hey is it hard not to press and that kind of thing as you got you know you had I know you had some success in a midweek game but then you go to Lexington and you guys you took two out of three but you had some struggles at the plate kind of what how the the mental part of your approach how I know that you and I've talked about this before a little bit on and off the show about how you just you know you have to focus and you have to try not to think too much and you're still a young guy figuring out how to play and, and all of those things but how much do you think about 
hey, I really need to get a hit here. I need a, one hit might lead to another hit, that kind of thing. Is it, do you press, do you, do you find yourself pressing some? The biggest problem I say that I would have within myself, and, and I don't think it's a secret, like I'm not um, hitting the ball necessarily how I want to hit, but I think my biggest problem is not that I sit here and say, oh man, I can't hit anymore, or, or you know, I'm, I'm not as good as I thought I was, or anything like that. It's just more so of, oh, okay, all I need to do is rip a double down the line or, or a home run or, you know, hit a ball super, super hard, and then I'll be back. Where it, you really sh- – it's way easier said than done, but it, you really shouldn't focus on, on the results. Like you should take it more so of, you know what, that was a good swing or, or I laid off a, a really good pitch or something like that and win the small battles to be able to, to, to eventually get back to, into your groove. Um, again, it's so much harder um, to actually do it. Um, and I think to be able to, I don't, I don't think I necessarily have a problem at all bringing it into the field. I, I try to completely flush it right then, at least put on the best face. It's just the hardest part is um, the energy, not necessarily like, I've never been a guy to slam my helmet or, or, or throw anything like that, but just bringing the energy right after you strike out or something like that and get back on the rail and try to cheer on the next dude can be so hard, but, but that is kind of what helps you do well in the end, if that makes any sense. Like just yeah, bringing the energy and being normal, like try to act like nothing's wrong will actually help your results. I, I don't know. So along those lines, I'm curious, you got a day off on, on Saturday in Lexington. Um, yeah. What was that conversation like? Did you know that was coming? And, and then how, Sometimes people say, hey, sometimes when you just get a day off and you get a chance to watch the game from the dugout, that that's a good yeah. thing. At first, it's a, you know, you're like, I want to play and that stuff. But sometimes it's a, kind of slows things down. You get a chance to process a little bit, take the figurative deep breath. Take me through that for you. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to say – I didn't know I was not going to play until we had a, a, a team meeting before the game on Saturday. But I, I did like I I think I told somebody I can't remember who but I was like I wouldn't be surprised like if I was Coach B I wouldn't put me in there right now like it it is what it is I'm struggling and and I'm not really bringing that much value um, to the team right now but after the team meeting um, we broke it out and then he called me aside and said like look man you're just gonna have to trust me here you know you're not gonna play today we want um, somebody we want Calvin playing who who has been phenomenal right now he's hitting great. Um, he's like, but I still need you to be that leader. I still need you to be up and energy and everything like that. And, um, and I told him like, I'm, I'm not that guy to, I'm not going to root against anybody or anything like that. Like, um, he's a coach. He gets paid to do exactly what he's doing and, and put the best guys out there who he thinks is going to win. And I have no problem with that at all. Um, I don't, I, I selfishly, of course, I want to play, you know, every single game that I possibly can. Um, but, but I do think mentally it kind of does help to just, like, I didn't have any stress on Saturday. I was like, you know, it is what it is I'm going out there with a the clear mind. And, um, I don't want to say it helps cause, cause I feel like I've in a weird way. Like, I feel like I was letting down the team by not playing, even though I wasn't doing anything, but, um, no, I, I had no problem with it and it is what it is. It's baseball. It's life. <laughs> We talked about superstitions on week one. Have you, have you shook anything up just to oh, try man. to, just to, what, I, uh, all, what all have you done to try to just kind of shake out of it? Yesterday, yesterday I wore my socks. So I normally wear my socks below my knees, like right below my knees. I pulled them. 
I literally was talking to um, Jacob Gonzalez about it and somebody else. Like, you think you think this is going to be uncomfortable? I pulled up as high as I could possibly go, like halfway up my thigh, because I was like, <laughs> I want to just switch something up. I've switched batting gloves up. I've, I've honestly, the fans probably love me right now because almost every single game I'm giving away batting gloves because I I just you know I'm not doing well with them on. Those so. didn't work, so they got to go. No, yeah. it's the batting glove. I switched. I've switched bats. I, I've I've switched up my routine. I promise you, I've done a lot, but. <laughs> In, in, in a weird way, and, and actually, I, I really do think, not that superstitions, like switching my batting gloves don't help me get a hit in any way besides mentally. Like, it just clears your mind. So in a weird way, I think it kind of does help. Where it's like, all right, new, new slate here. We're just going to go up there. Um, new batting gloves. It's like, it's a totally new, you know. You haven't, know. you haven't resorted to the proverbial <laughs> slump buster just yet, though, right? Not yet. No. My girlfriend <laughs> would probably hate that one. <laughs> <laughs> always speaking of the Cubs, yeah. I always read about Mark Grace and the slump busters. And I was like, come on, I don't even, I don't even think about it. No, no, no. <laughs> um, you're not the only guy on the team that's pressing a little. I think, yeah. like, you know, I mean, do you guys, you feel like as a team, I mean, you guys are still fine. I mean, you're, you're in good shape. You can't, you can't afford another weekend sweep or something, but you guys yeah. could, you could pull off a sweep here sometime soon and be right back kind of on schedule and look back and say, well, you know, Tennessee got us, but they're getting everybody and you're in good shape. Is Do you, do you sense that the team as a whole is pressing a little or are you guys uh, okay mentally? I think for sure as a whole, I don't want to say we're pressing, but everybody knows we're not playing like all around. We're not playing anywhere near how we should be playing and how we're capable of playing. Um, so I don't want to say people are pressing, but that is for sure known. And people we're trying to figure some things out. Like we're totally, um, I think everybody is trying to figure out how, how can we get to how we should be? Cause we know we're supposed to be up there. We're supposed to be up there with the best of the best and compete every single game. And, and it just, I don't think there's really been a game yet where it seems like collectively we've played really great baseball. It's either our pitches are dominating, our hitters are dominating or, or something and you know, in between where it just doesn't feel like we've really completely played a great game of baseball. Um, but yeah, everybody knows it, but I don't think anyone's, you know, scared or anybody's worried that we're not going to play, you know, we're not going to be the team that we need to be. It's just, we got to figure some things out. We got to wake up for sure. How do you avoid seeing and hearing and reading all the criticism? Cause you know, it's out there. I mean, fans are passionate. And, um, you know, they get on message boards and they get on social media and it's easy to, kind of backlash at players that you know you're right that you're on twitter i mean this you know stuff like that other guys are too <laughs> maybe some guys are smart and they're not i've tried to get off twitter a few times and i failed miserably um how, how do you avoid it how do you avoid hearing yeah. that and letting that stuff get between your ears i mean twitter can be the worst thing that's ever happened to you if you if you really truly like read into it and and dive deep and we have had like i said earlier we've had players that have had to just completely delete social media because it's just um you get a lot i mean it, it, fans are passionate and it, it is what it is and i'm not going to say that somebody can't tweet whatever it is that they're feeling or something like that but um i mean there's definitely times when i, ju I just feel like some people just don't quite understand or, or see exactly what's going on um maybe even like behind the scenes maybe you don't know exactly um what it is but but the best way is just to not look at it in general. Like coach B has a really good saying. He always says when it comes to social media, if you look at it, when we're doing good, like when we were ranked number one and you're looking at, Oh, Oh, 
Peyton's hitting great or, or, or whatever it is, you know, Derek's, Derek's throwing so great, whatever. Well, you're going to believe it whenever they say, oh, Peyton sucks at hitting and he needs to get out here. Like if it was up to the fans right now, I would, I would be off the team. Like I wouldn't be a part of this team anymore. They would think like, they think I should have my scholarship removed and, and sent down to Juco or something. I don't know, but like, it, it is definitely hard to, to not read into it because we're human and, 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 you know, it does, I don't necessarily look at some guy tweeting at me and uh, saying I suck at baseball and, and just laugh at it. I, I do, but at the same time, yeah, of course it hurts a little bit. Like you're human. Of course. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. And you kind of have to just think of it as like that person has no effect on, on, on how you should play the game. Like him tweeting that at you is it, it means really nothing. And, and that's might be bad to say, but it's just like, at least, yeah. at least Peyton, they can't say to you that, Hey, you're bald. Cause I'm, I'm always like, I'm aware that I'm bald and it's been a minute still, still sometimes it's, I'm like, I guess that should hurt. Maybe, maybe deep down it kind of does, you know, cause I look at you and I'm like, God, I wish I kind of had that hair. I would, they wouldn't be able to say that to me, but no, you're well, right. I used to have this hair too. And now it's just about gone. So <laughs> no, you're, 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 um, you're human. You hear stuff. You it's, it's, uh, it's part of it. Do you guys feel like as a team though, that like it's kind of a weekend away from maybe getting on a roll. I mean, you had some, you know, he shook up the pitching staff last week and it kind of worked really, um, you know, pitched really well a, a couple of times, really even the second day when you guys, you know, lost to Kentucky, yeah. there was some, you were in it for a while. You kind of feel like, Hey, we're just a weekend away from getting hot and, and getting things going a little bit and kind of getting the train rolling in a good way. Yeah. Like, um, like I said, like we, we just have not clicked. We have not, you know, got into mid-season form like people say like we just don't seem um there yet and I don't know what honestly I have no idea what the rotation is going to look like this weekend like I kind of think the the um vibes of it are just going to be we're going to keep switching it up and keep changing it and and that way teams never know who we're going to throw out there which is cool and um but yeah I we are literally so I coach B says it all the time like after um a loss or, or a tough game, whatever it may be. Like, don't forget, like we're up there with the best, like we're one of the best teams. We're just not playing like it. And, and that might be hard for other people to see, but, but we all know, I think, at least I think that we are right there. Like we, we haven't played the best baseball we have and we're still not doing bad. Like we're, we're not, you know, doing terrible or anything like that, but we're not playing our best we should. Do you look at the league standings right now and think we're, this is so weird? Because I mean, obviously Tennessee's off to a super hot start. Yeah. I mean, tip of the cap and all that stuff to them. Uh, Arkansas's off to a pretty good start. Georgia's off to a good start. Then after that, everybody's kind of in this jumble. I mean, everybody's kind of got the same record. I think Auburn's five and four, and you guys are four and five. There's a, a bunch of teams that are sitting there at four and five. A bunch of three and six. Nobody's just nobody's just eating it yet. You know, everyone's kind of in it a little bit. A, a weekend away from feeling pretty good about themselves when you when you look at that is that it's kind of a does it kind of what you expected with the league or is it does it look different than what you thought it would look like after three weeks I think that's pretty much what I thought it would look like I, I no doubt thought Tennessee should be up there right now the way they're playing um, but that's what's so cool about the SEC is there's so many good teams and you could take the worst team in the SEC and they could compete in just about any other league out there right now um, like the Anybody can be anybody on literally any given day. Like we've already seen it this year and um, it happened in 
Um, yeah, it, it's just weird. And that's the game of baseball. Literally anything can happen. And, um, but yeah, again, credit to Tennessee. They're just, they're doing amazing right now. Excited to get back in, in town this weekend for a home series. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be nice. I wish the weather was going to be a little bit better. It's getting chilly again for whatever reason. I swear every time we play at home, it just, I know it does. It's it, it I was out walking today and it was kind of cool at, at not at, at six o'clock. And I thought, I remember thinking that thought is it doesn't feel like April yet. It, it's a matter of time, but it doesn't yet. Yeah. You would think by now, but it is what it is. No, I don't care. It, it, it's going to be a lot of fun this weekend. This is going to be, I think a big weekend for us to just, we need to pull this weekend out. Like I think everybody knows it's, it's like do or die for us right now, just to win the weekend. Like we kind of have to, if we want to, if we have like the goals that we have in mind, we have to do good this weekend. So it's going to be fun. They're a good team too. What do you remember about them from a year ago when you guys went to Tuscaloosa? Anything, anything stick out about the rivalry um, with Alabama? That was a really cool weekend for me in general. I had, those were like my first games coming back after I pulled my hamstring. So I was still out there like hobbling around. I could barely run. Um, so the only thing I necessarily remember from it is barely being able to run. And I, uh, I had a really cool hit one of the games to tie it up in like the ninth inning. So it was, it was, a, it was a cool place. It was fun. Sounds like Kevin's getting really close to returning Kevin Graham. How much is that? Yeah. Gonna, how much is that going to help you guys? I mean, obviously his bat, just kind of the confidence that, that he brings getting back into the middle of the lineup. I mean, yeah, he's, I think he will be back completely this weekend. Um, he was taking swings, took BP today, and it looked great. He's a phenomenal hitter. I mean, he's one of the best hitters I've ever seen for real. It's, he's crazy. Um, he's going to help us out a ton. And just just to be able to put – like, there's been a lot of times in a lot of these games where, where we've left runners in scoring position where, like, if we can just put the bat on the ball, we'll score a run. Like, we just have to do the job, move the guy over, get him in. Simple things like that, and Kevin can do that. He's really good with all that kind of stuff, so it's going to help out a lot. Well, listen, I appreciate the uh, the time as always. Thanks for uh, spending some with us, and and uh, we'll be back next week. Get ready for you guys. Where do you, you guys go to South Carolina next week? I think so. We'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the Gamecocks and all that. I, I probably know your schedule better than you yeah. do. Point, I, I don't know who we play next midweek. So, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I have no idea either. I think it's I think the the league play is. Uh, South Carolina, then Mississippi State at home, then at Arkansas. I think your next few weeks. I'm, maybe I'm missing one, but I think that's close to right. So we'll get back and we'll talk about that one next week. So uh, until then, don't forget the Rogue 4450 I-55 North in Jackson, therogue.com. They make this show possible. So uh, make sure that you stop in or see them online and tell them how much you appreciate them sponsoring the Peyton Chatney Show. So for Peyton, I'm Neil. Until next time, take care. Thank you. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire.
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.